Wade into Wealth, taking one of life's most intimidating topics, money, your financial well-being, and providing simple, easy-to-understand ways to be more comfortable with your own financial health. This is Wade into Wealth, brought to you by the Wade Group at Brighton Securities. Why don't we start this episode off with a conversation about politics? I thought, let's talk about something that nobody will be offended by. There's no way to potentially offend anybody if we just talk politics for the duration of this podcast. I will not. You will not. All right. Well, I was kidding. Half kidding. Um, But there is a political tilt to this podcast, and that's because you're hearing it here on Wade into Wealth. Not first, but recently after the news came out, you can now trade like your favorite representative in Congress. You can trade stocks just like your favorite representative in Congress. What do you think about that, Gypsy? It's not something I'll be doing, No, but it's interesting. It's fascinating to me. And we do see very often, you heard in the news, we heard about it a lot the last couple of years during the pandemic about, or you hear about a politician making stock trades and the timing is questionable of it. But be- people are interested because I looked at this, the ticker symbols these yesterday and I think one of them hit a, hit a new high. Yeah. Granted, they're not, they haven't been around for very right. long, but I did notice that it hit a high yeah. yesterday. So there are two new exchange-traded funds that have hit the market tracking the stock trades of Congress, members of Congress. Yes. Why don't we take a step back sure. and explain what an exchange-traded fund is? Go ahead. It's very similar to a mutual fund, in the fact, except for the fact that it tends to be a little bit more passively managed mm-hmm. and also tends to have less internal expenses. Keywords, tend. When you start to get more specialized into something like this, the expenses are going to be more expensive for Mm -hmm. it. But it's very similar to a mutual fund, almost like like a cousin to to them. It's a diversified basket of investments. Yep. And it can be as specific or as broad as the fund manager desires. And a mutual fund trades once at the end of the day. An exchange-traded fund will trade throughout the day. Like a stock. Like a stock. Yep. 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 Um, So these are exchange-traded funds. Um, unusual whales that that'll that name will catch your attention. That's a site that actually tracks the stock trades of politicians. Politicians are required to disclose any stock trade they make, typically within thirty to forty five days of making it. Um, so unusual whales, which is the site that keeps these records in in concert with subversive capital, I initially thought it was submers- submersive capital. I'm like, that's a terrible name for an investment <laughs> company. But it's not. It's subversive capital. So they're offering two funds, one that tracks Democratic stock trades and one that tracks Republican stock trades. Now, you already know, but if you're listening, I'll give you the ticker symbols. You see if you can figure out which one uh, would be the Democratic-leaning uh, fund and which would lean towards the Republicans. Uh, N-A-N-C, Nancy, is the Democratic tracking fund. Minus the Y. But you can N-A-N-C, see where it's going. Yeah. yeah. If you read it out, yeah. Nancy, Nance. Nance or Nancy, Nan C. Okay. Well, look N-A-N-C, at that. Look at you. Right. Or I, that's never been one of my strong suits. Figuring out what like vanity plates are saying. I've never. And, and that's, I've never done well no, with those. No. And vanity ticker symbols are for another day, another yeah, conversation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then there is K R U Z cruise. At least that's how I read it. So okay. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Senator Makes from, you wonder, the, the, the cruise um, with the C's already taken? I did, I it didn't must check. have been. I don't I know. Not check, yeah. I, I'm assuming it has. I yeah, don't know. I didn't check. look. Um, so Nancy Pelosi, uh, representative from California. Ted She's Cruz. Republican, right? She is not, good <laughs> sir. So yes, Nancy, N-A-N-C is the Democrat ETF. Cruz after uh, Texas Senator Ted Cruz. Um, Raphael Theodore Cruz, his full name actually, mm-hmm. um, is the Republican 
ETF. So why do you think it would make sense for someone to release an investment like this with the objective of following politicians' trades, stock trades? Well, it's been in the news a lot lately. Well, I think more it's so always in the past in the news, couple but of years. Yeah, the last couple of years, uh, very much more so. Paying attention to some of the trades that have been done, largely because I mean, you think Congress has a large, they play a large role in the laws. Well, and they have access. Congressmen have access a lot more to information news to, that the yeah. public does not. Correct. And if you have that information, certainly that would be valuable to know when you're looking to buy or sell a stock. Sure. Now, I was reading the article in the Unusual Whales website was making a very big deal about how a lot of politicians, I don't maybe a majority of them, outperformed the market mm-hmm. in 2022. And I was thinking, yeah. well, look, it's really hard to outperform the market when it's going up. Yes. But when it's going down, I mean, if you have any sort of bond exposure mm-hmm. or you're not overwhelmingly aggressive in the way you're set up for investments, it's not that big of a shock to see that 70 or 80% of the members of Congress would outperform the market when it's going down. Based on their demographic, meaning they're typically a little older? Correct, yeah. And they may have more conservative investments in their portfolio. Um, But nonetheless... it's That's not something to me that is a badge of you're doing everything right. Because, I mean, there are are lots of people who did not have as bad of a year last year as the market as a whole. I mean, I think of a majority of our clients, because they may not own 100% stocks, did not go down as much as the market did. Now, technically, that means... They outperform the market. Mm-hmm. Now, if they had said that the members of Congress have outperformed the market 10 straight years, well, that's meaningful. Yeah. That, that's, that's significant. But nonetheless, there have been a number of instances where the timing of the trades that members of Congress have done have been suspect, and their defense is either I didn't do it or my spouse did it. Right. So between nine between twenty nineteen and twenty twenty one, this is according to the New York Times, at least ninety seven members of Congress reported trades in companies influenced by committees they sat on. Right. Uh, uh, very often, CEOs of companies will go testify before a, a committee of Congress, and they will diver, d- divulge news that is sure. not public information. So, um, but the, to me, the fact that my spouse did it and I didn't. That's not enough. Well, no, none of the, well, I mean, but here, all right. So honestly, like I, I don't really believe much of what any politician says. Sure. I just don't. And yeah. so when they've gotten caught, the easiest thing is, oh, my spouse did it or my advisor and did it. And we don't it, talk about and it. And I wasn't, I wasn't right. aware of it. Um, some said their position, sold the positions after being confronted with this news or moved them into what's called a blind trust, which is where you don't. You don't know what's happening or Mm -hmm. what decisions are being made. And two said the trades were an accident. Now, we place trades every day. Have you ever, I don't know, have you made one on accident? I mean, mean, there have been times where you bought the wrong share number or you sold something meaning to purchase it. I think you could buy the wrong, you could buy the wrong security if you weren't paying. Have I done that? No. Right. Right. If you weren't paying attention. But, uh. The coincidence Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. the timing and the laws or whoever they would have been meeting with, that seems a little bit odd. And normally, if you buy the wrong security, you kind of notice it pretty quickly, and you can have that corrected shortly thereafter. Not where you're reporting the trade because that's part of your duty to do it, 
and getting called out on it, and all of a sudden it's an accident. Yeah. So I mean, they have reporting parameters they no, have to follow. They do. They you have think to they follow catch them. It, catch the the accident. But there at a, that time. Well, again, let's not give these people. Let's not well, put too much faith. in If these it people. was an accident, you would think yeah, that they would yeah. would catch it at that moment. But who knows? So, but here's a question, and this this comes up in my mind every time we read about this in the news: Is could a congressperson have made a stock trade? That they were unaware of. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And the answer is yes to that. And that is actually something that... I suspect this would be... I would guess that a decent number of the members of Congress have an investment advisor or a broker who may have what's called discretionary trading authority, meaning the investment advisor or their broker does not have to first talk to them to make Mm -hmm. trades in their account. They just have the authority to go make adjustments as they see fit. Real quick explainer on that. There are plenty of different kinds of investment portfolios. Sure. Whether it is a computer model that is making investment decisions to buy Eastman Chemical and sell Raytheon. Yep. Buy a company or sell a company. There are also... Purely examples that are being thrown Right. Out and there. there are also portfolios where you sign off and give your advisor permission to make trades without notifying you. You receive notification after the fact. Yep. And, and we have both um, met with many folks that were either a prospect or had an account somewhere else that, where that was happening. We don't typically do a ton of that. Um, no, but we also have model portfolios that are right. run here yes. in-house, and those are adjustments are mm-hmm. made without consulting the client. Brighton there, Securities there Capital Management, right? Which, um, which, which is a program that does that. You're yep. correct. So I can see where that could happen. I have no indication that... That is the case, but I can see that being a yeah, scenario sure. where it does happen. It's in actually, some of the instances, absolutely. It's it's actually not, that to me is not out of the realm of possibility at all. However, what I think is important is, and if I were elected or a person in Congress, I would want to be aware of how that can look. Mm-hmm. How can that look? And it doesn't look good. No. And in a world where, I mean, people lie quite frequently... If you profit off of it, it doesn't look good. No one's going to care if you lose money. No, no, and but nobody's investing to try to lose money. <laughs> yeah, so, right. um, but I think there's a lack of trust in a lot of our elected officials, regardless of what yeah. party you belong to or yeah. favor. Um, and I think that that a lot of the times it needs to be thought of. Well, how does this look now? And and we also just don't want to put a ton of blind faith into our elected leaders, but. And I don't know the answer. Is it once you're elected to Congress? I, I think there should be something where you're just transacting in index funds. Where you just say, well, look, once I'm elected to Congress, I'm only going to transact index funds. I'm not. You can keep your existing investments. Okay, if yes. You that was going to be the, ob- no, the objection I was going to No, that's what I'm saying because I, because I don't think it would be fair to say you have to sell all your investments and potentially incur significant, significant capital tax, gains yeah, taxes. tax issues. But if it were me, I would say from now on, I will only own... And merely, if it was me in Congress, I'd say I'm only going to own purchase. I'm only going to purchase U.S. traded index funds that are made up of U.S. companies. Mm-hmm. That would be my, because there's a with an index fund, you're talking hundreds of investments within one. So that would be my answer to it. But anyway, let's get back to these new funds. How are they made up? This to me is fascinating. In terms of the breakdown between yeah, them? Yeah, in terms of well, we how We only have a they... list of the top holdings. We don't have... Uh, well, I suppose it... we probably could have gotten a list of all the holdings. No, but... the, the list of all the holdings is available. I put the top 10 for each because that is kind of the meat and potatoes of it. Let's see. Largest holdings in the Democrat fund, NANC. Mm-hmm. Microsoft, Amazon, Google, Apple, Salesforce, NVIDIA, 
Disney, CrowdStrike, Philip Morris, and UPS. Yep. Okay. For Cruz, K-R-U-Z, the Republican Fund, Magellan Midstream Partners, Microsoft Energy Transfer Limited Partnership, Dow, Cash. cash. That's just cash. Yeah. Philip Morris, United Therapeutics, Shell, Las Vegas Sands, and Accenture. So there are some differences there. Yeah. A little bit more energy tilt on the Republican side, which isn't probably wouldn't shock you. No, it's not surprising at all. When you stop and think about it, again, demographically, in the southern parts of the United States, where there are, are there is predominantly more oil and energy production happening, think of a state like Texas. Texas skews more conservative. So it stands to reason that, yes, the conservative tilt fund would have more energy and oil exposure. Um, where are a lot of tech companies headquartered? Mm-hmm. California, yep. Um, out west, typically in country or countries in states and areas that are a little more liberal. Yep. So it's not surprising to me. I I was surprised that Philip Morris is one of the two in companies both of them, yeah. that is the top in the top huge 10 cigarette in maker. Not surprised by Microsoft at all, but no. Philip Morris. I was like, really, huh? Microsoft, you find in the top ten of of almost uh, every mutual fund, growth oriented yeah. mutual fund. But yeah, Philip Morris. If you had had me pick, you know, take five shots at. Uh, a company that's going to be in both of those, Philip Morris would not have been one of them. No, I would not have picked Philip Morris uh, at all. Especially um, with a lot of the issues over vaping and uh, just cigarette use. But, you know, whatever. No, it, it, look, yeah, whatever. It just <laughs> That was surprising to me. But I, I had the same thought that you did, is that it's it's interesting how different they are. The yeah. the the uh, Democratic fund, to me, looks a lot just like a, lar- like a large cap growth fund. It's yeah. got the, the large growth tech companies. What was also interesting to me is uh, cash is one of the top 10 holdings in um, yep. in Republican. the Republican fund. And now again, that's a, I, I can see the case made where um, that's a, that's a party that typically is, can be right now is a little more pessimistic on the state mm-hmm. of the economy. Sure. And so there may be a desire to hold some cash there. Right. Interesting to me. Interesting to you, perhaps. Um, something to be aware of, too. These ETFs have an annual expense of three-quarters of 1%. Which, in and of itself, is not that high. For ETFs, it's higher. Yes. For a mutual fund, that wouldn't be that, wouldn't be that high. But this is also a very specialized type of And an actively managed fund. That, yeah, it doesn't, it, that doesn't surprise me. And wouldn't, that wouldn't be enough to deter me. But the next part... It's probably the biggest part that might be enough to deter me, which yeah. is in the in the TV or newspaper business. This would be called burying the lead. Yeah, we left right. a fairly yeah. important part of all of this to the end, which is the fact that the members of Congress have to report their holdings within thirty to forty-five days of a trade. So we're talking a month to a month and a half leeway, and some terms- some wait even longer than that. Right, and. What we're talking about is them having access to information mm-hmm. that the public does not know. But give it a month or two, and the public probably knows that at that point. So yes. that window of time of the benefit, theoretically, that they would have to act, by the time it gets it makes its way to this fund, mm-hmm. could have that window could have already, not could have, very likely would have already passed it, on yes. the information they would have had access to to it getting to the general public. That, to me, is the most important part throughout this yeah. whole podcast. 
is that the idea is you would be investing in the same things your Congress, your elected leaders are because they have they are privy to information that is that may not yet be public or widely available. But they're still going to have a month or two head start. They have a you. month to a month and a half <laughs> head start on you, which and, is like the whole point of all. And this. in many cases, the the filings are not updated within the time frame they're supposed to be. Yeah. It can be significantly longer before stock trades. Um, and investment transactions are repeated. So it's fascinating to me, but keep that in mind. It's that interesting. It is, no it is interesting, lunch. and I think it will be something interesting to follow. It is not something that I will be investing in. No, but I, listen, I, there are also cases where, and I would say there are cases where we have clients, and I, I feel lucky in this, in that a lot of our clients share their political leanings mm-hmm. w- with us. And obviously they do that because they feel... And I have clients that we are on the same side of the spectrum and clients that know we are on the exact opposite sides of the spectrum. But we're able to have a respectful dialogue about it. And there's trust there that they're willing to share that with us, which I appreciate. But I could see a scenario where a client that is very much aligned with one belief or the other is like, I would like to, I would like to own that. And and I don't know that I would talk them out. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't have an issue. I just... From my perspective, if it's coming from the avenue, and maybe it's not, maybe I'm viewing it in the wrong way, from the avenue of they have access to information that the public mm-hmm. does not, and therefore we're thinking that these funds could outperform the market because of that information, that delay in knowing mm-hmm. the holdings to me would be enough to cancel that out. Well, so what you're saying is, I think, you are not going to go out, and, and nor am I, going to go out and actively recommend this. No. To clients, but no. if somebody were to bring this up, and be like, I'm inter- sure. I would be interested in that. I well, think, and I don't have a problem with a lot of these. Top I holdings. think you can do a lot worse. And sure. the, the yeah. thing is, because it's obviously going to be a lot more diversified than saying I want to buy X Y Z company. Yeah, right. Yep. So, I mean, I think you can do worse than yes. these. Oh yeah, there's plenty of worse investments. Not than something these. that I'm going to say. Hey, let's go try to beat the market. You know, the Republican fund is a lot better this year. I have no idea. There's a delay in them, but it did. When I read it, I thought, this is interesting. I, this is going to be very interesting to follow yeah. and see what longer-term, assuming they, they keep this going, um, see what longer-term performance yeah. metrics look like. I would be very interested to see in you know three, five, and ten years' time yep. how this is done because yep. it is interesting and it's certainly something that, um, that, that gets people's goat from time to time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's it. If you want to invest in trade stocks like your congressman, or woman uh, or congresswoman I, I mean you can you can try now with the with these funds and now you know the tickers so uh you can tell them that uh tell them Wade into wealth sent you you know what movie that's a quote from that's a, uh, it's a, a paraphrase from uh, Pee-wee? Pee-wee sermon yeah tell yeah, them large 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 marge sent you yeah, yeah. I, that was a big movie of uh Great yours movie. when when we were kids didn't like the clown scene at the end i mean it's kind of creepy i just i yeah. remember I don't. I can't even watch that as so an adult, long. and I thought, oh, I can totally see being freaked out by that at the end. <laughs> okay. It's and, been so long, and there's no basement in the Alamo. That's where Pee Wee's bike was supposed to be hiding yeah. in the basement of the Alamo. That's too no bad. No basement in the Alamo. That's too bad. Okay, too bad for Pee Wee. Our time here is done. Yep. Thanks for being with us. This is Wade into Wealth. Contact the Wade Group at Wade Group at BrightonSecurities.com or find them on Facebook or Twitter at The Wade Group. Thanks for listening to Wade Into Wealth, brought to you by The Wade Group at Brighton Securities.